It's still real to me, damn it! <laughs> I mean, thank Make you. Easy, man. All right, welcome. Another edition of It's Still Real to Me. Of course, everything Zaslow Show 2.0 brought to us by our title sponsor, Anna Jar and Levine. Accident Attorneys 800-747-3. involved in any kind of an accident. Hit and run, slip and fall, motorcycle accident. You let Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys put their skills to work for you. 800-747-3, We're coming at you a little later tonight than usual. I was on ESPN Radio doing primetime from 5 to 9. Just got done with that. Had to get through a couple technical difficulties all on my end like usual. Our pal, of course, is Joey Levin. Hello, Joey. How are you tonight? Have you recovered from last night's Dolphin game? What a fucking shit show. Yeah, I I mean to to be honest, I have, and I don't know I don't know how in depth you want to get into it, but I, I kind of have. I, I there's if it was gonna go, if it was gonna happen, that's kind of how it needed to happen. You know, there was a there was a there was a big opportunity for people to complain about injuries being the reason why the Dolphins lost. But I'll say this: that injured defense kept the team in the game. Yeah. It yeah. was not the, the it was not that injured defense. Totally, there's some problems on the other end, and they have some big decisions to make. If big, you would have told me here, decision. hey, they're going to hold Kansas City to 26 points, do you think you go win that game? I would have said, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. exactly, yeah. They have big decisions to make on that on the offensive side of the ball. There's yeah. one one in particular. Everyone knows it. It's been a long time yeah. coming. We'll see what happens. But Robbie uh, chosen. Robbie yeah, chosen. exactly. Exactly. Robbie chosen for sure. Hey, we got the NFL playoffs going on right now. I mean, Detroit's leading the Rams 21-17 late in the first half. Uh, yeah, the NBA is in full swing. Bet online has you covered with all the up to the minute, all the up to the second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today to get into the action. See all the updated odds. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE. B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So we got the football going on right now. We got the Dolphins from last night. But the most important thing we all know is what's going on in the world of pro wrestling. And we're glad to have you aboard here on a Sunday night like normal. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that. That helps me get all the monies, all right? And that's what everybody wants. So make sure you do all that good stuff. It helps the show grow. Tell all your friends about the show. Tell your mother I say hello. And then we get you caught up on all the happenings in the world of pro wrestling. And you know what? I thought Matt Cardona. Matt Cardona had a really cool tweet, I thought, yesterday. I I think it was. uh, And this is generally how I feel, where we're in an incredible time in the world of pro wrestling. Like, maybe the golden age. There's so much out there. And Matt Cardona put this tweet out there just Something to the effect of there's so much going on out there. Just instead of complaining all the time about pro wrestling and all the things that you don't like, just enjoy everything that's going on in the world of pro wrestling. There really is so much out there. And I mean, heck, TNA Hard to Kill made a ton of news last night, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it it is. Look, I, I get what he's saying. And I think this happens weekly now where a wrestler or a report, somebody who's in the business says, guys, can't we all just be happy? No. I mean, the fact of the matter is no. I mean, it's, it's sports. Like this, but this is part of why it's, Welcome so to sports. Pop- 
What? Welcome to sports. Right, exactly. That's why, but this is why it's so popular. If people didn't care enough to complain about it, then it wouldn't be so popular. The reason why people complain is because they care. I have a text thread every single day with my friends where we complain about the Dolphins. It's all we do. It's all we do is complain about the Dolphins. <laughs> I've been complaining about Tua for three years. And now people are finally on my side. Different, different topic for another day. But the point is, yes, it was a good season. I could just focus on the positive, but it wasn't good enough. So I got to complain. And that's what, that's what fans do. I, I get what he's saying. And we all ultimately, I think even the people who are complaining, do they do they do enjoy everything, but they're going to complain. Um, but yeah, TNA, big news. I mean, they, they might have been the biggest, well, outside of Mr. Khan. The, the the AEW one, um, TNA might have made the biggest news of the week. They well, so, made the biggest so let's week. let's touch on that a little bit here, right quick. Okay, so now I, I didn't watch the show last night, but Dolph Ziggler, uh, Dana Brooke, now known as well, Dolph Ziggler, now known as Nick Nemeth, and yeah. Dana Brooke, now known as Ash by Elegance. So they are in TNA. That's their new promotion. Well, no. So I Dolph is doing Dolph's doing the Cody thing. I mean, right. Dolph, I thought he was going to NJPW, but well, he's he so he's just bouncing around. Yeah, he's doing. I mean, the Bucks did it. Kenny did it. They, the, everyone, all these guys have, or not all of them, but like a lot of these guys, guys who have not been in WWE, have done this same sort of circuit where they they hit they hit New Japan, they hit some Indies, and then they hit at TNA or Impact, whatever you know, whatever it's called at, at that time. So no, I don't think he's anywhere. I don't think he is part of just one company. He's certainly doing stuff with New Japan, and he is certainly now immediately in the TNA title picture because he came out and he super kicked Moose, who is the TNA champion. So WWE is essentially the only promotion that doesn't do this, where you can't participate in their promotion if you're not a contracted superstar. Unless you're Mickey James in the Royal Rumble what was it? Three years, two, three years when she was the TNA, when she was not the champion. knockouts champion. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. I loved that. I wish, I, who knows? Maybe we'll get some of that in a couple weeks. Like I, I, I right. like shit like that. You don't know who's going to wind up showing yeah. up in the Royal Rumble. And also last time Nia Jax was in the Royal Rumble, she wasn't actually in WWE yet. Right. 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 But she wasn't jumping she around wasn't somewhere promotion else. to promotion. Right. Right. You know? Right. Uh, and, and so Dana Brooke, who is now, her real name is Ashley. So she's now Ash by elegance. Yes. And, what what did she do last night other than what she was just watching? Well, they they were showing backstage footage throughout the night of this person who came in a limousine with high heels. Who's it going to be? Who's oh. it going to be? And then she was ringside for the uh, TNA Women's Championship, the Jordan Grace versus Trinity. Trinity dropped the title because I like everyone, that Jordan Grace man. And everyone everyone is believes that Trinity is headed back to WWE. So Definitely. she dropped. She dropped the title she's had for a while now. So she'll be um, she'll be at Royal Rumble and she's now right. back in WWE. Yeah. But this is what I said. Remember when when all of the cuts happened? One we we did our top five. Like, who would you like to see show up in AEW? And like Dana Brooke, I think, was in both of our top fives because she was underutilized in WWE for whatever Very. reason. Yep. And she's really good. And AEW's women's division, it goes through huge ups and downs. One thing about Dana Brooke, she's always she's always of she's she's available she's always around she's yep. ready to go she's she a was... super hard worker and anything that they ever have put on her plate like she and she makes it work and she goes like a thousand percent man she'll go work for, for for whatever anybody thinks about tna like i'm not gonna i might watch some tna now because of Dolph. i'll put it that way 
I'll, I'm going to do it. It's like this happened three or four years ago, maybe more, when there was all those huge cuts, and then Heath showed up in TNA, and Matt Cardona showed up in TNA. It's very similar to when that happened all on one show. Yeah. Um, but as far as Dana Brooke goes, the way she was presented in the, at that show, Feels she cool. looks like a star more so than she ever did in WWE. She has a massive, massive social media following. Because, she you know, she like, posts all the sexy pics and all of that. She has a massive following. And it's crazy that WWE couldn't find a way to make it work for her. I don't like the – I don't get the name. I don't like the name. But she looked like a million bucks sitting ringside. Right. And obviously, she's going to be in the title picture already too. Because she was, they showed her ringside for the title match. So – Good for her. You get you, – you have one former WWE superstar comes in, wins the title. Now she's leaving. Former WWE superstars. Steps in now, she can do, go right to the top. That's what good TNA smart. TNA smart. I mean, they're never going to be huge, but they do capitalize on getting these names in there and, and making headlines. The Dolph thing, Dolph's awesome, man. Yep. I, I mean, he and he looks like such a badass right now. Like yep. th this, this version of him is awesome. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, mark it down. I said it last week. Mark these couple weeks down. You think he'll be back at WrestleMania eventually? I think Not about be, this WrestleMania, but eventually. no, no, no. Two years, three. I mean. This guy could wrestle for another 20 years. Yep. Look at him. He's incredible. Yep. He's so, never hurt. Like he always yeah. puts on banger matches. He's he looks look. like a superstar. He just yep. looks like a superstar. He's yep. awesome. Yep. So Tony Khan, let's get you started here. So oh, was boy. it the beginning of this week where Tony Khan went back and yeah, it was, forth it was, with people on Twitter about, you know, people are complaining about Hook getting a title match next week. And then he wants to make a whole thing about Jinder Mahal getting yeah. a title match about Seth Rollins. And yeah, like it was uh, – somebody had the response about, you know, Tony Khan has just Well, I made... have the – I actually have the rundown. All right, like let me hear it. Order, order of events. Okay? Yeah, so let me hear it. So Monday Night Raw, right, starts with um, – or we find out on Monday Night Raw we have Jinder and, and Seth in a segment. And we find out that Jinder is going to have a match with Seth Rollins um, for the title on Raw next week. Raj Geary, who is a – internet Reporter. wrestling yeah. guy puts out a tweet that says these guys with a picture of them these guys have history seth rollins defeated jinder mahal in the tournament finals to become nxt champion okay okay yep this was on this was on monday night as you know after as it was happening usa network to their credit whoever runs their account responds to it and says what was the cage match rating now I had to do some research on this because I didn't totally understand what why this became such a big thing. Apparently, and I guess I've missed this in the in the pressers and the scrums. Tony Khan apparently leans like heavily on the website Cage Match, which is a website where fans can go and vote on their favorite matches. Okay. So apparently, he a number of times, including like at their last meet, like conference media call, referenced how like. We had all of these matches from Dynamite in the top 50 on cage match this year, which is all right, whatever. If you're the head booker of a massive company, that's an absurd thing to be leaning on. I mean, it's like 50 people vote on it. Okay. So USA put that out. So everyone now the internet's losing their mind. Look at holy shit, USA is calling out Tony Khan. It's funny. So Tony Khan put out two tweets within a minute of each other. The next I wonder day, what the chain of command though is there with like USA social media guy and the execs at usa and ww like i wonder i wonder what's the approval process to send that tweet 
it's such a harmless tweet. You would imagine somebody as powerful and as rich as Tony Khan doesn't even see that and does and certainly doesn't go where he went here. I think it was also the day that the Jacksonville Jaguars got eliminated by the Titans. Like maybe you got better things to be upset about, right? Right. So, but then, so this is the next day. So that was January 8th, Monday. Tuesday, within a minute of each other, first he puts out a tweet at 4.35 that says, a double standard, hook, 21-8 and eight career record on a winning streak, calls out the champ, a logical challenge sparks online outrage. Jinder has literally lost every single match he's in for the past year, immediately gets a title shot. Where is the rage? Jinder's a former champion. He's a former right. okay. WWE champion. And then... For whatever reason, a minute later, he then quote tweets USA saying what was the cage match rating and says a moral victory for USA is one win more than their world title challenger Jinder Mahal has in the past 364 days because it's been literally a full year since he won a match. You really put AEW in our place getting Jinder Mahal in a big match on your TV show. Do it more often. Unnecessary. Ridiculous. Yeah. And then so then. About a half hour later, Eric Bischoff quote tweets it with a clown emoji. Yeah, Bischoff hates him. Right. So, and then uh, probably within the next hour or so, some guy named Mikey tweets, Tony forgets that he literally gave Abaddon a title shot after being off AEW TV for over a year. On pay-per-view. same situation. Yep, on pay-per-view. So, Eric Bischoff quote tweets, Hey, Tony Khan, is this true or not? Tony Khan, about an hour later, no, Eric Bischoff, not true at all. Abaddon returned to AEW and won a four-way match on TNT against other great wrestlers to earn a title shot, which is completely different than somebody going a full year losing every match they're in and getting a title shot without a single win. I mean, it's all up for debate because, you know, it's make-believe, but the, the fact that, like, he's that involved in, in this, is it's, it's ridiculous. I, it's, I don't understand. And also... They don't he he references Hook being 28 and one. He references Abaddon winning a match. But they don't do that. They, they don't do that shit anymore on TV. Like they don't know that don't was their thing in the anymore. beginning. I mean, they do, but it's not like a thing. It's not like for so there's so many things to it, right? Obviously, the whole thing in the beginning of AEW, which I know you loved, is that they tried to make it more like yeah, sport, keep records. They had the power. I liked rankings. when they would announce the referee. Yeah. Yeah. Um but they don't lean on that anymore, right? So to go after Jinder Mahal, who, like you said, is a form- former first of all, champion. He's a former champion. And by the way, was a primary player in a segment a week earlier that is probably more watched than anything AEW's ever done. Right. The segment with The Rock, yeah. right? So if WWE, the most powerful wrestling company, the biggest wrestling company on the planet, had the faith to put Jinder Mahal in the ring with The Rock... I think he's okay to be in the ring with Seth Rollins yeah. and have a match with Seth Rollins. Yeah. Right. And then the thing with hook 28 and one gets you a title match against some, against the world champion. You don't have to give him a title match. Just give him a match. It could be a non-title match. Like, I think that's what people are outraged about. Like, why does hook have a title match? Like, because you're trying to make this realistic and it's about, re- it's about records and, and we're the real sports company. If that's the truth, then were to believe that Hook could actually win a title next, can win the world title. Hook could win the world title. Yeah. That's what you're telling us. No, right. just give him a match. It doesn't have right. to be a title match. Jinder Mahal, on the other hand, as you mentioned, is a former champion. So yeah. it is realistic that Jinder Mahal could be a champion again. He's not going to be, and neither is Hook. 
But the idea that the owner of the company is on social media. Like, do you think someone like who's the person that pulls aside Tony Khan? Nobody. And I think maybe we maybe we take a step back here. So that's the thing. That's what the guys like the Alvarez's and the Melters of the world are saying. Like people within AEW were not happy. Like like wrestlers are like he's making us look stupid. Yeah. And that there is nobody to pull him back. And that's the problem is that. He, you know, he takes advice here and there, but he still really is in control. So there's nobody. And, you know, and the funny thing about that, too, is like, isn't that what everybody hated about Vince? You know, is that he had ultimate control and he was doing everything. And no matter what, things were getting changed at the last second. He had to be the final say. He had to do this. It sounds like that's exactly what Tony Khan is in AEW. Right. Right. I don't know. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, Please. And I would say the, the reason this pissed me off the most was because of the product that we got on Wednesday night. Honestly, I thought, to me, I made a direct correlation with this guy being so focused on going after USA and Eric Bishop on Twitter and the product that AEW put out on Wednesday night. Because I thought it was a little embarrassing. If I'm being honest, I thought there were some parts of AEW on Wednesday night that I just thought were disrespectful and a little bit embarrassing, to be to be honest. Well, so let's talk about one of the big moments there was, I, I guess we've learned now, so Revolution, Sting's final match, right? It's yes. it's going to be him and Darby against the Young Bucks. Yeah, I don't know that that was, it wasn't like a nap, but the Young Bucks came out at the end. They're obviously heels. They're wearing suits. They got, they got mustaches. mustaches. Yeah, yeah, if you have a mustache, look... you're, you're a heel. Nobody's really... Yeah, and I was reading that apparently, I guess Sting um, had some other stuff in mind for his final match, but then they, they had, a, they must've had a match not long ago where the bucks were involved in the match where it was like sting Darby and someone like a triple threat or like a, a six person tag. Okay. And the bucks were in the match and it, and sting decided like, okay, I want these guys to be my last match. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's obviously super high profile. You know, I just, yeah. I don't know, like how, how sting going to be able to hang with those guys, you know, well, Darby. Well, first of all, if Darby's neck isn't broken, then Darby will carry the match. But I don't know. You saw what happened to him on Dynamite. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was crazy. I, I Like, those are the type of things where it's like, hey, Tony Khan. I know. Maybe, maybe get off Twitter and worry about the safety of your wrestlers. Because that, it, it, it's why these guys get hurt so often. It really used to be about, and I'm not, I don't want to complain about the old days, you know, but it, it, it really used to be about, like, pro wrestling was about making you think that they're hitting each other. They're not really yeah. hitting each other. They're going to mm-hmm. make you think they hit each other. And that's why these guys get hurt now, man, because that that ain't how it goes anymore. There's no way first, it, even even if it's not serious, there's no way Darby Allen's neck's not hurt. Like he, he hurt his neck. He had to. He snapped his head snapped back on yeah. the ring rope on the bottom ring rope after getting tossed fully across the ring. It was scary looking. That's not cool, man. At I what mean, point and- are we getting the, the Ric Flair heel turn? <laughs> Got it, right? <laughs> I don't know. Did you see the video of him deadlifting? Really? Like it looked like a lot. It looked like he might die. But I mean, he he's, was... he's he like Ric Flair in Ric Flair's mind. He should be Sting's last match. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, I think uh, how sick wrestling fans are. I think a lot of people wouldn't mind it. Speaking of which, by the way, before we get to WWE here, what are we to make? We talked about TNA to open up here. <clears throat> what are we to make of Jungle Boy? Jungle Boy showing up in NJPW and ripping up his AEW contract. What do we make of that? I Well, he's obviously still an eight. I mean, that that's obviously he is a, still an uh, AEW. Yes. And he was also wearing an armband that said scapegoat. Yeah. I, I feel like that's where well, they have that relationship with where they send people back and forth. That's gotta be a, a it's a great story. And it, I think it, it is too. 
it's I like it, and he looks crazy. I, mean, I like the, it too. The beard and the way he looks. Yeah. It's the most personality. It seems yeah, like. Yeah, let him be Jack... like the anti-establishment guy. You guys are trying to fuck me. We'll fuck you. Like I. Yeah. I like. But it. I, I I don't think New Japan would have a guy because of their relationship with AEW. I don't Disrespect know that they would. AEW. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. I I think it's a gimmick, but it's a cool gimmick. I like it. it. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't need Jack like Jack Perry's been boring for a long time this is not boring so yeah I, i'm good with it i think it's fun but i i don't know if he'd never ripped up the the contract with the aw logo i would think okay maybe there's something here maybe he did leave yeah but the fact that they ripped the logo on their tv and they have a relationship and wear like the scapegoat the- armband i dig yeah. it i think it's cool yeah i thought i thought it was cool too yeah so um but what can i just say i, I just yeah. want to say before we go to wwe AW AW promoted this week's dynamite as homecoming because yeah. they're at Daly's place. And they promoted it that they were going to like honor Brody Lee. Why? What's what's the, the hook there? It's that Brody Lee was one of the guys who really carried the Daly's place era. Okay. Um and this is where my connection is again between Tony Khan being so hyper focused on Twitter and not on the product. I know Brody Lee's now has pa- has been a couple of years since he passed away. So you don't have to do a whole big thing. You don't have to you don't have to you don't you don't have to honor him if you don't choose to. Like you don't always have to do it once a year or whatever. But if you're going to do it don't half ass it. I mean, that was bullshit, man. They, they 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 just played a bunch of highlights, right? They played highlights. They couldn't you you're telling me you're this giant company you can't put together a package? like a pre-produced package to honor the guy. You have Excalibur who is all over the place when he's an announcer, just being like three years ago. It's like zooming through (laughs) highlights for two minutes of Brody Lee. And then the real way you're going to honor him is by taking his hand-picked protégés and putting them in eight person tag matches that they're not even highlighted in. It's like, Brody Lee handpicked Anna Jay and Preston Vance. So tonight we're going to have them in a match with seven other people. <laughs> and, and, and nine of nine of the 16 people in these two matches weren't even at Daly's place. We're going to put Preston Vance in a match where we shoehorn orange Cassidy in, and we shoehorn edge in so that they can get on TV this week. And we're going to have Anna Jay in a match where we shoehorn Soraya in because, Oh, she, we got to get her on TV because we're paying her a lot of money. Like, it's it felt like a slap in the face. It didn't feel like they were honoring the guy. And to me, like that guy was a huge part of the early days of mm-hmm. AEW. He was yeah. awesome, and he's universally loved in wrestling. Yep. And I thought they did a half-ass job. Meanwhile, Tony Khan's tweeting at the USA Network. Like it, it I, I, it, I was thinking about it while I was watching Dynamite. I'm like, this guy's a clown, man. Like, this isn't how you do it. WWE would never do some shit like that. If they're going to honor somebody who passed away in their company, if they're going to honor them, if they're going to honor them, they're going to do a good job at it. Right? Yeah. They, they, don't, they don't, they may not honor everybody. That's a whole other thing. But if they're going to honor them, they're not going to just half-ass it, throw it together like that. All right. So let's get to WWE here. First, though, got to tell you about one of our great sponsors. All right. If you're in the South Florida area, I mean, who, who doesn't want to live in the South Florida area? If you're looking for your next dream home in any part of the South Florida area, I send you to your trusted real estate broker. I'm talking about Matthew H. Mashler and Signature Real Estate Finder. That's right. Huge pro wrestling fan. 
one of the founders and chair of BRCW, Boca Raton Championship Wrestling, Matthew H. Mashler, signature real estate finder, 561-208-3334. If you're thinking about purchasing a new home, 561-208-3334. Maybe you're thinking, you know what? I got this property. I, I, it's just time to sell. Hey, you go to your trusted real estate broker, Matthew H. Mashler, realestatefinder.com. Maybe you're already in the real estate business. If you're ready to take your real estate career to the next level, you could join the Signature team. The Signature real estate companies are South Florida's industry leaders, ranked number one in Boca, one of the tops in the entire state of Florida, with offices all throughout the state, including Delray Beach, Parkland, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Naples, Palm Beach. The Signature team is where you want to be. So whether you're buying your next dream home, Matthew H. Mashler, call him today, 561-208-3334. If you're selling your property, realestatefinder.com, or you're just looking to join the best in the business, you can chop it up about pro wrestling. Matthew H. Mashler, 561-208-3334, your pathway to exceptional real estate experiences. All right. So, by the way, can I ask you something? Yeah. Have you watched Collision live since CM Punk left the company? No. I sort of I I was watching today. I was trying to catch up on it. I'm like, this is rampant. Nah. I only have so, I I only have so much time in the day. You know, like I, I had a hard time making sure I was all caught up on Raw and SmackDown leading up leading up to us talking tonight. Like I only have so much time in the day, man. Totally. But I just also was thinking back, like like, uh, Bullet Club Gold and FTR best two out of three tag matches was one of the best tag team matches in years was on collision at one point. And now yeah. like, yeah. like now there's like nothing. I'm just like, I want to watch it, but I didn't even watch the whole show. I just went through like the highlights because yeah. it's just like, it feels like it's just regressed into just another rampage, which is yeah. just two hours. I don't know. And it, but it seems like it's been since, cause they built the show for CM Punk. Right. You know? Yeah. By the yeah. way, SmackDown on Friday night, I didn't think there was a whole lot to SmackDown. I mean, the whole the whole show, unless you thought something was so great from SmackDown, the whole show was built around Bloodline finding that I did finding an extra member to 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 fight with them in the six man tag. I did like I did like how Nick Aldis just put Roman Reigns in the match, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, Roman's there, like he's just fighting on free yeah. TV tonight. Yeah. And then Paul Heyman has to remind Nick Aldis that. You, you just as well as I know, Roman Reigns is not here tonight. Yeah. I, I feel like, I think Nick Aldis has been great, by the way. That's what I was going to say. I think he's been great. And I feel like we're headed toward a place one day where he's going to fight. I know sure. he can still fight, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. And I, I actually think. He's been great. That was my only takeaway from SmackDown this week was WWE actually has a guy who can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Heyman. Yeah, like not. I it's mean, obviously, Heyman's 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 the goat. We know that, but like every interaction they've had, all this has come out looking yep. awesome. Yeah, he's he's really good. He's, he's been really great. I, I will tell. So and, and you know, the, it, it leads to they take out Randy Orton, but then Orton comes back and and they win the match and and their uh, uh, you know Solo gets the RKO and and everyone does their finishers to Solo. Okay, fine. The one thing that I took from SmackDown was Butch. To me, the highlight of the show. So Butch, we know for sure now Brawling Brutes are over. Like Sheamus right. is really close to returning. He'll probably return at Royal Rumble. So Br Brawling Brutes is over because Rich Holland has been at NXT, right? So they finally told us because Butch said Brawling Brutes is over. So that's done. 
and Butch is having uh, coffee. Why wouldn't they have beers? Butch is having coffee with big strong boy Tyler Bate. Yep. And who was in who was in NXT for like nine years? Like, but yeah, but it finally getting his main roster time. Like, and so that's cool. so then Tyler Bate tells him, you know, who who are you gonna be? You know, something like that. What's who who are you? And we're clearly getting Pete Dunn back. Good. Yeah. Like Good. we've all been waiting for that. And he is awesome. I will tell you, my all-time favorite NXT match is when Pete Dunn lost the NXT UK title to Walter. Unbelievable match. I mean, Pete Dunn was the NXT UK champion for like two years. He yeah. was, you know, he Pete Dunn is awesome. And and yeah. Butch has been fine. Like, like it looked like it was gonna be just a gag at first. And and it turned into like Butch was a legit part of the roster and and, and he was good. But uh, let's get back to Pete. Butch has been fine. Well, let's get back to Pete Dunn because this is awesome. That's what I was going to say, which is the thing with Butch is or, or Pete Dunn slash Butch is one of the things that you could when you could tell somebody is great, like with a really great at what He's they great. do is when they are giving it an absolute shit gimmick. And it turns out to be pretty good. Like I, there was a point where I'm like, Butch might be the best thing on TV. Like there were points there where he was awesome, where he was just like an insane person when he jumped over the table and the one, the contract signing, like Butch had his moments. Mm -hmm. Obviously Pete Dunn is going to be great if they bring him back as Pete Dunn. But I think to your point, like what shows how great he actually is, is that he was given this like weird name and this weird gimmick and he just totally like overcame it and Butch was actually pretty pretty great I thought. Yeah. So. Let's get back to the bruiser weight. Let's get back to Pete Dunn. Maybe it comes at Royal Rumble. That's very clearly where we are headed. Could Finally. you could, could you call him the bruiser weight Butch? Cuz I like Butch. I like the name. No, I think we're going back to Pete Dunn. I think that's, that's, that's I mean, I like that too. Pete was great in NXT. So, and I and by the way, Pete Dunn, the bruiser weight, he could beat Gunther for the Intercontinental title. Oh, that'd be so cool if they can revisit that story and that 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 Pete Dunn gets his revenge by yeah. being the one. Maybe it's at WrestleMania, you know, by yeah. being the one to unseat him. Because, man, I am here for that. Because yeah. that, a, a round two between those two guys would be awesome. I'm telling you, if you're watching right now or you're listening on the podcast, go on to Peacock and, and, and go NXT UK when Walter won the title from Pete Dunn. It's one of my favorite all-time matches. It's an incredible... I mean, it really was like 30 minutes of Walter beating the shit out of Pete Dunne. It was a great, great match. So, And yeah, I have I confidence it in it, too, because with Triple H running the show here, just think about... Oh, go back and think about what you saw, really, over the last week, over the last two weeks. It's all his NXT guys who are dominating the two shows. Like, I got a lot of confidence that they're going to do right here with Pete Dunne. So that, that was yeah. the highlight of SmackDown for me. I really, the only thing I thought that stood out. Yeah, and I think, like, you know, there's a lot of recency bias, and a lot of people have been saying, like, oh, it's got to be Ilya Dragunov. He's got to come up. And and, cool. I, and and I don't disagree, but there's history there, and Pete Dunn is awesome. And yeah. by the way, Bilal, really Bilal, cool. Bilal says, that's great, but I want Gunther versus Brock at Mania. Sure, that'd be awesome, but Gunther needs to win that match. Like, Gunther Brock, Gunther wins that match, and then you can build whoever's going to beat Gunther down the line, right? Like, mm -hmm. that Gunther Brock would be amazing. But yeah. not, I don't think it's for Brock to win the Intercontinental title. I think it's to make Gunther an even bigger star, right? Yeah. When you do something like that. I'd like yeah. to get to a place where it's Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn 
facing Gunther again. That would I'm be telling you, if you've never seen that match, go back and watch it. It's it's really, really, yeah. really great. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Uh, Raw was really fun. I got a few things from Raw that I want to get to here. Number one, let's start out with the the R Truth and Judgment Day stuff was hilarious. It was really good. I uh, he He's, he is he is so. I mean, Dom and Nick Mysterio. Tom I've and never Nick. met. I've, I've <laughs> never <laughs> met Nick. I think he said Tom too. Didn't he say Tom and Nick Mysterio? No, I think he said Dom. I'm pretty sure he said. I thought he said Tom. <laughs> I think he thinks Dom's name is Tom. Dom <laughs> and Nick Mysterio. Even yeah. though I've never met Nick, you're my boy. Like that. That's who thinks of that. That's an all time line. Dom and also and just Nick like Mysterio. when I when I was born and I came out of the womb, I told the doctor one day I'm going to be a WWE superstar. <laughs> How about when they're showing the graphics? And he says all of us were there at at the Judgment Day in your house pay per view. <laughs> yeah, like I love 90s. and even the ending where he's like. He's like, in the end, he's like, now that JD's out and I'm in the Judgment Day, we got a message for everybody on the WWE roster. We're here. If you need to talk. <laughs> he, like, he's, he's fantastic, he's in, man. Yeah. I love the fact that, remember when he came back, it was during a pay-per-view, like this recently. Yeah. It was during a pay-per-view. And it was a backstage segment of, and it was like a promo for like chips or something like Doritos or something like that. And he, or like ruffles and he like pulled out a bowl of ruffles and like ate one. But yeah. even in the back, you could hear the crowd pop. You could hear how nuts they went for our truth. I love that. We're finally in a time in WWE where triple H hears that. And he's like, we got to do more with this guy. Look at that reaction. Like he's going to eliminate JD McDonough in the Royal rumble. Yes. I'm also thinking can we get awesome truth in a tag team title match at WrestleMania? Like, is that out of the question here against judgment day and they win the title? Sure. Yeah. Why not? I'm just, I'm Our looking truth. forward to him in Tim eliminating JD McDonough in the Royal rumble. That's gonna be a good spot as a combined, as a combination right now, our truth and Miz are hotter than they've been probably since they were awesome truth. I mean, mm -hmm. they're both, I mean, our truth. I sent you that graphic that the guy tweeted that, the top two, the top two shirts, or the top two selling shirts in the WWE store over the last couple of weeks were both R Truth Judgment Day shirts. It's awesome. That's crazy. It's awesome. He's the he's the top guy right now in uh, in Judgment Day. The first <laughs> the the first match of the night was Tommaso Ciampa and Finn Balor. All right, and this match is happening, and then it occurred to me, I go, holy shit. On Raw, I mean, the 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 open like essentially a throwaway match. Man, I know there's a bigger story there, DIY versus Judgment Day, but we have Tommaso Ciampa fighting one on one against Finn Balor. Mm. That's a main event caliber match. Like that sure. is a big time match, and it just had me thinking. You know, like yeah, like this roster right now is super stacked and. Triple H is allowing for longer matches. Like even the tag team match with Carter and Chance against Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Uh, I'm very hurt that Chelsea Green and Piper Niven lost. Yeah, I love the two of them. Uh, that match got a ton of time. Like the matches are a lot longer now, man, on Raw. And but just I, I, I couldn't help but notice these are two major, major stars, Tommaso Ciampa. I mean, you know, Ciampa's not necessarily being billed as one today, but. If you go back a couple years ago and you're getting Champa versus Balor on Monday Night Raw, it's a big deal. Yeah. And I think 
also them opening the show and having a singles match that has time. It shows you that there's there's to me that just means like if you that Triple H has a that he's planning that he wants to see it right. He has a plan there. Like there's a reason they're getting time on TV. He knows what he has with them, and there's more there for either of them. Whichever way they go, there's going to be more there. So I mean, Champa is a star. We know Finn Balor's. I mean, Finn. I, I still think Finn like is being under as much as judgment day is used. I still think Finn's underutilized. I think he's like one of the top guys in the whole industry, but I mean, they're, they're both awesome. So yeah, that's cool. By the way, Bilal was saying on, he said, not to the same extent, but truth can be the judgment. Oh yeah. I mean, that's clearly what's happening. That's yeah. It's essentially what, what he's, what he is. Right. Yeah. Um, And he's, and he's, I don't know. He's he's almost as over as Sammy was almost, almost. How about the push that Ludwig Kaiser is getting? I mean, that was like, that was a star. That's like, that's an over move there, man, where he takes out Kofi. And, and by the way, I guess the, uh, I guess the, the embargo is over where Samantha Irvin did the Ludwig Kaiser. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I I heard that the other day. I I, did. She do it for Chelsea green. I don't know, but I noticed it for Ludwig Kaiser. I gotta go back and watch it. Yeah. Well, Ludwig Kaiser like that, like, I feel like he kind of became a made man on Monday night with the way that he took him out. And he, they clearly think that he's going to be a guy. He seemed like a guy for a while. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's pretty much been the mouthpiece for Imperium. He looks like a million bucks and he, he's pretty, I mean, he's good enough in the ring, but he can talk. He's yep. a great heel, great heel. I mean, yeah. the cocky, arrogant, like, Good looking dude, foreigner, like he's a perfect heel. So yeah, yeah, it's it's it it's good. I mean, he he um I also think like Imperium probably has to break up at some point because Gunther is getting to that point I always talk about where he's so good that people aren't gonna boo him anymore. So he may have to be a face at some point. Oh, well, I don't agree with that. I don't I don't think I don't think Gunther I think Gunther's one of those characters that can't be a baby face. I think at some point he's so good that people might start cheering him. Not yet, but at some point he the might. The foreign thing, man, holds him back. Although maybe I'd have been saying the same thing about Rusev years ago, but Rusev also had Lana next to him, and people are going to want to cheer for Lana. And yeah, well, and he also, and he, to be fair, when he really got over it was when he had eight in English. Yeah, yeah. When he had the Rusev, it's Rusev Day. Oh, I love that. Rusev got him over. Day. That was huge. Loved Rusev Day. Uh, we need Nero um, Day. God. Do you have anything on Punk and McIntyre before I get to my favorite part of the night? Yeah, I, th- I just I think it's interesting. I wonder there was part of me when I was listening to Drew McIntyre cut his promo on CM Punk that I, I wonder if there was like a discussion when they brought CM Punk in when they were like, we're going to let these guys who have problems with you say whatever they want to you in the ring and you have to take it because like the stuff Drew McIntyre was saying, like some personal shit, man. And we always talk about it, like how That's much approval, shit, man. but like how much approval do you need to get? And what's the discussion and this and that, but like the stuff Seth's been saying, the stuff Drew is saying it's real shit. It's not, I mean, it just feels real. Right. And uh, so I just wonder, like, did they say to punk, like, were you just get, you didn't have to take it. Like you want to be here. Probably. You don't have to be on behavior and you got to take it because yeah, he probably. Would, this, like the, the line he had about, you would walk into the locker room and say the locker room leader's here because the locker room leader needs to announce that he's the locker room leader. I was like, damn, man, he's going at his head for that. Like that, but which is entertaining. I just think it's interesting. Like if that happened at the other place, CM Punk would have lost his shit. 
I think but, CM Punk probably. I, I think there's an element of respect that he has for the way that they do business in WWE, and he knows that it's a very professional environment. I'm not trying to say that AEW is not, but I think he knows. I, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. It's not. I, I think it doesn't know. It doesn't that, seem to be that they're adults. Right. Fair, right, so, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of the night, though, man. Okay. So I love what they're doing with Nia Jax. She looks great, by the way. I mean, obviously, she's always going to be a heavy girl, but she's clearly lost a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. All right. She looks great. And everyone hates her, which is also great. And she's cutting that promo about how she's going to win the Royal Rumble and she's going to come after the championship. And then Rhea Ripley's music hits. Woo! Massive face pop for Rhea Ripley. Massive. She, they like, there's no way around it now. She is a big time baby face now. And sh- they love her. Huge, huge pop. She was eating it up. She was behaving like, like a badass baby face, you know, but smiling and eating it up. She is a big time baby face. She, I, I think we're getting very close that she's too big for Judgment Day. She's gonna have to break away it's, from them. It's been that way. It, she should have been like they don't have Dom with her anymore. She's by herself. Like I thought this was a great step in the right direction for Rhea Ripley. Because I've told you for a while now, I hate the way she's presented with Judgment Day as just like sort of like the middleman leader, whatever you want to call it. No feuds. She doesn't do anything other than talk and have dominant. Really, do- she was putting Dominic over for months and months and months. She comes out by herself. And looks like a massive star now. Like that, she, they, she doesn't need Judgment Day to be a star. She's a star. I mean, you know what? You know what put like over the top is she kicks Dominic to the curb. The crowd, yeah. I mean, that'll be a major moment. And it'll be good for Dominic too, because it's like you're you're a huge fucking loser, you know? Like it it, it'll like be that's good. That's already for him kind of naturally anyway. happened though, right? Like they don't do anything together anymore. But there, there's got to be a moment we get to that she just kicks him to the curb. and But, I mean, that was my favorite moment of the night. She she is a major, major star. And, like, this is – she's going she's gonna to go into WrestleMania. Whoever's going to, uh, you know, tr- try and take the title from her, she's going to go in a massive baby face into WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that's – she's at that place, too, where she's – we, like – same thing I said with EO, where it's like as much as they want to present these people as heels, the crowd just loves them so much that they just naturally turn into a into a face. My thing with her being too big for Judgment Day is, I agree. I think she she, she should have been out of Judgment Day a long time ago. I said this as much as I love our truth. This whole thing with our truth and Judgment Day means that they're sort of just like a middle of the card, you know, attraction right now as much as I love our truth, what, what, what's the future here for like, um, for judgment by, Oh man, I, I'm just watching a replay of Matt Stafford might've got. Yeah, me too. Did you see that? Yeah. He, that did not look good. Yeah. He's in the tent uh, right now. Yeah. He looked like he was out. Um, but anyway, sorry, I got distracted. I mean, I think um, it all comes to a head when Damian priest eventually, uh, loses the cash in. Good. Cause that has to be before mania too, right? It doesn't have to be. It has to be before the next Money in the Bank. Yeah. Right. Um, Remember, Dolph Ziggler held on to it until the day after WrestleMania that one time. Like, it's, right. it's approaching the, the, the time. The best cash-in of all time. The best cash-in of all time. I think it's second, um, but okay. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I, I just it seems like they're they've already my favorite part of, of the night. Rhea was my favorite part of the night. I thought it was cool. I thought Nia Jax was great in that spot. Also, she's so easy to hate. But I'm I'm just wondering when do we get that match? Because unless you believe Nia is going to win the Royal Rumble, I do not. Uh, she can't not win the Royal Rumble and then still get her title shot against Rhea. That defeats the entire purpose. But can she fight her at Royal Rumble and then be in the Rumble? No, but the whole point is she wants to win the Royal Rumble so she can get the title match. Oh, she could win Elimination Chamber. Uh, yes, that is true. Yep. Okay. But then are we gonna? Is that what we're doing? We're gonna do Nia versus Rhea at, at WrestleMania? Maybe. Everyone hates Nia Jax, and everyone loves Rhea now. That works for me. And you know what? Nia Jax can beat her. She can. She could beat her. Of course. I just, I, you know what? Look, I've been saying on this show for months now that Raw has nothing for Rhea. So this, maybe this is it. Maybe Nia like, wins Elimination Chamber. Because we've been, like I've been saying for months, what is Rhea going to do at WrestleMania? There's nothing for her on Raw. And, and to your point, if she is just now a face, which it seems like she is, mm-hmm. then, then the natural thing on Raw is, but so then, you know what that takes out of play? At least to me, Jade Cargill eliminating her. Because you have to keep Nia looking strong. Mm-hmm. If you're going to put Nia in the main event of WrestleMania, you can't have one person eliminate her. Well, she's got to be, be like, the main event because she's not winning Royal Rumble. Like, I mean, main event. One of the main events. No, no, no. One, in a title match. Sorry. Yeah. Title match at WrestleMania. But if you're going to have her eventually then be in a title match at Mania, I don't think you could have this brand new person come in and just like chuck her. I think you need to make her look strong in, in the mm-hmm. Rumble and like. 15 girls have to eliminate her mm-hmm. and then she can come out and say well it took 15 women to eliminate me but there's only five in the elimination chamber you know it leaves like that. open uh, it, that scenario leaves open who i make it, it it allows it to make sense who i think is going to win the royal rumble and that would mean from smackdown and i think it's bailey i think bailey is going to get her big moment man yeah yeah but but then that means if if Nia's gonna fight Rhea, then that means Bailey's gonna fight Io. Could be. Yeah. I, I think I think Bailey's gonna win the Royal Rumble, man. I think that's where this whole story with damage control is headed. That that they're, they're gonna turn on her and her revenge is going to be winning that title from Io. I don't disagree. I, I think that's a I, I think at some point they are gonna turn on each other. Um her whole storyline here, though, has been I'm going to win Royal Rumble and I'm going to get the Raw title, so we have mm-hmm. all the gold. Well, so, I think her plan's going to change. So now I'm going to win the Royal Rumble and I'm I'm going to I'm going to destroy Damage Control. I'm going to de- so she's going to turn on them. No, no, Not- no. They're they're going to turn on her, but but Damage Control still exists. It's just minus Bailey. Okay, so here's, a, so, so here's what it has to happen. They turn on her at Rumble. They think they eliminated her, like they eliminate her fake elimination. Mm-hmm. But she survives it and wins it, and then next night, fuck you guys. You drop. You guys turned on me. Let's go. I'm coming yeah. after you. Yeah, I, I'm, I told you I'm really into Bailey. When that's got to be it, win. right? Like that would be a perfect way. Like they they team up on her in the Rumble to eliminate her to turn on her. They think she's eliminated. They move on. She wins the Rumble. Boom, coming for you. I hope I hope it's something like that. I dig it, man. Yeah. All right. You got anything else tonight? I mean, 
I know you hate this, but it's not even really a spoiler. But the the TV network in Australia. Oh yeah, I don't think this is a spoiler. Go ahead. I, I don't they, agree. They, with you they tweeted ahead. that CM Punk is going to be at Chamber. And Triple then H WWE, put it out there. But they did it because they put it out. Like it wasn't out that he was going to be wrestling at. I, I don't think like, it means anything. They they haven't. You don't announce who's going to be at Elimination Chamber before the Rumble. So they didn't announce they, he's in the Elimination Chamber match. What's he going to do? I don't know. But I I don't I don't think it spoils that he didn't win the Royal Rumble. I don't think it spoils. That. I do. I think it means Cody wins the Rumble. CM Punk wins Elimination Chamber. Nah, I don't think so. I think the fact that Triple H had to put it out because they they put it out before him. Is like, oh man, they fucked up. So let me just get ahead of it and say he's gonna be there. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think so. I think, I think WWE is a lot more careful than allowing that to happen. If they, that, but they don't have control over what the guys in Australia tweet out by accident. No, but, but, but there's no reason for them to tell the guys in Australia. Hey, by the way, CM Punk's not winning Royal Rumble, so he's gonna be an Elimination Chamber match. Yeah, but like, what if, what if Australia? Them? But what if we, we've talked about this forever? What if, like, or not forever, but we talk about it all the time. They give these these locations what they want. What if yeah. Australia was like, we want CM Punk? Yeah, and they're we'll, like, okay, Punk's, he'll be Punk's there. Being. We'll 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 work it into the story in some way. We'll he'll be in Australia. He'll be there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely. I don't think it means anything okay. other than CM Punk's going to be at the show. He's going to be. I think he's in the chamber. I think it means he's in the chamber. I mean, it, they're, they're I not mean, both. It might either. be, but I, I, it, I. To me, it does not spoil Royal Rumble at all. Well, yeah, I, I, I guess not. I just, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. I, I will see what he has well, we after. We, I mean, but if he wins the Rumble, he's going to have a singles match at Chamber? No, but it's just like, hey, we know you're paying a ton of money here. You want CM Punk. It's going to be there. And like, he'll but, address the crowd. He'll do something. See, that's the thing. They don't, but that's, that doesn't happen. He's the Royal Rumble do. winner. He, right. he's, he's got to make, you know, is he going to announce who he's fighting in the main event to wrestle? Like, like the the winner of the Royal Rumble is going to be at your pay per view. Yes, you know what? You know what I would have liked to see odds before and after that announcement. Of, okay, like I wish there was. I I didn't check it. I don't even know if they're out. I'm assuming if we go to Bet Online, I bet Bet Online. If we go right now, I'm going to check it right now before we go. Okay, out. let's see if All they right. have if they have Royal Rumble odds. Okay, I'm logging in real quick. But I, I just it felt. I mean, I'm probably overreacting, but this is what we do. This, this, this is what this is what this is what Macrodona hates. Okay, sorry, Macrodona, but I'm overreacting. Um, I I just felt like <laughs> the only bet, <laughs> the only bet that Bet Online has. Oh no, here you go. Here's Royal Rumble. But the first bet that comes up is CM Punk to be fired or quit before end of 2024. <laughs> I'm gonna go no. I'm gonna go no on that. Minus 200, no. Yeah, I'm going to go now. WrestleMania matches. How do they have a WrestleMania match? Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Well, it's it's Roman. And it's bullshit Rock. anyway. It's only one. It's Roman Rock. Yeah, okay. Um. All right. Men's Royal Rumble winner. Who do you think has the best odds as of right now? Rock. The Rock? Yeah. No. <laughs> There's some funny names on this list. The Rock is on the list. The Rock is sixth. What are his odds? Plus 700. Oh, wow. Uh, so who's the odds on favor right now? CM Punk, plus 150. So there goes your theory, right? Uh, I guess so. Well, yeah. but what do they know? I don't know. What do they know? You know I don't think two? anyone knows. You know, you know who's number two? 
I don't think some schmuck in Australia knows either. Do you know who's number two? Cody? No. Who? Gunther. Okay. Um, do you know who is do you know who is tied? There's a one, two, three, three way tie for seventh after the rocket plus seven hundred. Three guys at plus one thousand. I mean, you gotta give me the ones before. The, the the oh the one guy wait what do you mean no who are the guys oh. leading up to the rock like, okay so are... it's CM Punk yeah Gunther mm-hmm. Cody's plus four hundred LA Knight plus five hundred mm-hmm. Randy Orton plus six hundred the Rock plus seven hundred and so and there's, there's three guys tied after that. tied at plus one thousand I mean this there's a ton Lesnar, of Lesnar on one of them list. Brock is not he he's plus thirty three hundred oh wow uh, who are they Drew McIntyre okay Jay Uso. Ooh, MJF. <laughs> That'd be something, <laughs> wouldn't it? MJF plus one thousand is not bad odds. He's top seven. That'd be something in the odds according to Vegas to win Royal Rumble. That'd MJF. be some shit, wouldn't it? The, All bidding, right, man. the bidding war of twenty twenty four. All right, man. Today's show brought to you in part by Bet Online. Thanks everybody for hanging out with us tonight. If you're if you watched us live, love you long time. If you're listening afterward on the podcast. That's awesome, too. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that stuff. Uh, you smash the like button like the kids like to say. Joey, uh, we love pro wrestling. Tell all your fans that you'll you'll talk to them next week. Go ahead. We'll talk to you guys next week, and I'll leave you with this, Daz. Hi, at plus 200 for the women's row. Ooh, okay. Do you have any thoughts? Well, I don't think Bailey's going to be one of them. Either Bailey. Bailey and Becky. Really? Both. Odds on leaders right now to win the Oh, that's Royal awesome. That's Number awesome. two, or after them two, plus 300. Naya? Dave Cargill. Wow. Vegas. I like it that Bailey. Vegas loves Dave Cargill. Naya is plus 1,000. Look, Look Kobe, like Rodriguez plus 600. That's how I know Vegas doesn't know anything. <laughs> Joey, uh, tell all your fans we'll talk to them next week. Go ahead. We'll see you guys, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Appreciate everybody tuning in. And uh, yeah, I love you guys. Great job, everyone. We'll talk to you next week on another edition of It's Still Real to Me. See ya.